Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Welcome to episode 75. If you're listening in real time, Thanksgiving is only a few weeks away and Christmas is just five weeks out. I'm excited because it means time off from work, means time with family, and it means just time for myself. But are the holidays a time of stress and anxiety for you, runner friend? Stressful because you feel you lose control a little bit? I think as runners, We've learned to control our variables, which contribute to whether our runs happen or not, as well as how we feel during our regular day. I'm curious, though, do you find yourself dreading the upcoming holidays? Because in the past, it's been hard to maintain your running schedule because for a few days, maybe a week, you're in somebody else's schedule, especially if you travel. So my intention for this episode today is to help you shed a little light on your thoughts and feelings as you go into the holidays. Maybe you worry you'll end up overindulging in food or maybe alcohol because you did last year and the year before and then negative self-talk always comes in the heel. I can definitely relate. Or maybe you secretly want to take the holidays off from running but worry you can't do that, that your training plan won't allow for that? Because what will what will that do to your fitness? Consider that you get to be the expert on you and how you want to train. What? I know. Mind-blowing, right? For the longest time, I was looking outside myself for expert advice on me. It's taking up until always my 50th year to realize, no, wait, I'm actually the expert on me, not the training plan. Do you secretly feel you ought to run because otherwise you'll lose everything you've gained or your coach or others, maybe even yourself, will think you're a slacker? But maybe secretly you want to be able to sleep in and not get up for your usual run at 5 a.m. or whenever you get your runs in. Or you know that you'd rather hang out and chat with your family members that you only get to see once a year. Or you want to help cook, a.k.a. you want to be involved in making the holidays happen. Well, if these are some thoughts that are going through your head, I have some suggestions to what may be helpful for you. First, when I went to see my mom earlier this year, and I've shared already in this episode that she passed away not too long ago, I was a month out from my first full marathon. And 
So I knew maintaining my runs were of the essence. And because my mom wasn't doing well, at that point she was in rehab, I wanted it to be as easy as if I had been at home to follow my training plan so that I wouldn't have to sit and worry about, well, when am I going to get my run in and spend excess time on that? I really just wanted it to be smooth sailing when it came to my running so that I could focus all my energy on my mom. So here's what I did before I traveled. I planned out my five weekly run. I knew I was going to be gone for a week. Took a little creativity, of course, although I knew exactly where I was going to be. So I Googled running trails in the area and I plugged in five runs. <clears throat> I made my runs happen almost at the same time as I do at home. And so having all of this in place gave me the peace of mind and it gave me the capacity to be present with my mom for the remainder of the time. I'll forever be grateful grateful of that. So there's the solution if you feel maintaining your running schedule during the holidays is of essence to you. Spend a little time ahead of the holidays, plan out your runs, which may help free up your mind from worry, and instead you get to be present during the holidays. You can enjoy your time with your family and still get your runs in. So decide the days you'll run. Is it going to be the same amount of days as you run currently? Plan a route to run and maybe even the time. I'm currently reading Atomic Habits by James Cleary and he states that we are two to three times more likely to follow through on a habit when we make a specific plan for when, where, and how. These are referred to as implementation intentions, and it looks like specifying action, time, and location. So for a runner, that would be, for instance, over Christmas break, I will run, that's the action, at 7 a.m. or before breakfast or on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's when, the time, on specific route which would be the location. By outlining the task ahead of time, it requires less motivation to complete it. I thought that was very helpful. On the other hand, if you're already feeling persistent thoughts towards having to run during the holidays, then take a little time. I really invite you to take a little time to get clear on what's going on for you, runner friend. Where's the persistence coming from? I used to have these thoughts which is why I want to share it with you. There were thoughts almost like a teenager being asked to do homework over his break. If you have kids, you know exactly what I mean. You know, don't talk to them about school until January 2nd. Same thing, I felt entitled to time off from exercise. The irony, of course, was that technically I wasn't being made to work out, but my attitude would indicate that I felt that I was. And in a way, I was. I was forced by myself, my own expectations. It was real muddy. So my own muddled expectations of how I felt my body should look. And during the holidays, I definitely pulled the no exercise, I'm on break card 
much like my teenagers tell me they don't want to talk about school when they're on break. So not surprisingly, my negative attitude towards exercise, I understand now, was born out of negative self-talk. They were worry thoughts tied to my body image and self-worth. Maybe you feel, but I don't trust myself to not overeat or drink alcohol, so I have to run to keep calories off. Can you relate to this? You know, when we make running a punishment activity, it creates a lot of resistance in our body, in our mind. So there's nothing wrong with running, burning off calories. It's the thoughts that fuel it that you want to be aware of and be aware of what relationship with running you're maintaining. Or maybe your mind drama is about how others will judge you for choosing running over family time. Thoughts like, but I don't want to run kind of mind drama or I know so-and-so will be making comments about me if I prioritize running. If you have similar sounding thoughts, again, I invite you to create a little clarity for yourself before the holidays are here. Set some time aside, write your thoughts down, how they are. As you see them on paper, write down how they make you feel. Maybe they make you feel angry, irritated, guilty, ashamed, sad, disappointed, stressed, or something entirely different. It'll be tempting to rationalize. Well, these thoughts don't serve me and squash them by telling yourself to suck it up. And that's probably a pattern, which is why they continue to resurface for you. Try something different this time. Hang out with the negative feeling you just identified and take the time it takes to feel the feeling in your body, allowing it the time and space to move through. I know, novelty, right? I didn't used to do this, guys. Give yourself the gift of feeling your feelings. The act of doing that releases an incredible amount of stuck energy. I had a coach who said, we don't have an overeating problem or an overdrinking problem and so forth. We have an underfeeling problem, meaning that when uncomfortable feelings surface in our body, we escape them by pushing them away and doing something else, such as eat, drink, exercise, work, so forth. This was such an eye opener to me. So take some time daily to create awareness around this for yourself. In what areas are you underfeeling? Maybe it's around how you feel around the holidays. Maybe it's self-worth. That was a big one for me. Notice what comes up, but don't judge. Judgment will keep us from creating awareness. And this is work you must do for yourself. No one else can do it for you. Just like your running plan, runner friends, no one else can run the weekly miles for you in preparation for your half marathon, your marathon, and whatever distance you're training for. As you practice more emotional awareness, it gets easier. Just like running gets easier with practice. All right, runner friend, that's all I have for you this week.
I hope you have a beautiful holiday season. If you're curious about what we do inside my runner's mind, come check us out. There'll be links in the show notes. My wish for you as always is that you run happy this week. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a runner friend and leave us a five-star review. Thank you. I'll talk to you next week. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.